Welcome to the podcast of the Entrepreneur's Way, brought to you by Exap. I'm Hannes, your host, and in this program, we are talking to entrepreneurs in Ethiopia. We want you to be inspired, to see the opportunities, and to meet the challenges of becoming an entrepreneur. The way of the entrepreneur is a journey. They all started somewhere, and so can you. Today, our guest is Tigabu, if I pronounce your name correctly. That's correct. Thank you. Maybe I can actually ask you to introduce yourself, to tell us a little bit about what you're doing and where you're coming from. Okay, my name is Tigabu, as you said, and uh, I do business and I studied law. And mm -hmm. my, my family expected me to be a, become a judge or a lawyer. And my interest has been something related with business. Like I focus on freedom, of freedom of creating something. I really believe everyone, we have like this artistic child thing inside of us. You could be a singer, you could be or a dancer, you're like lost on the stage because you're really into it. So we may have a different areas where we can manifest such kind of personas. So mine is business and, and I'm currently doing a business at Ish Express, which is a courier company. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned already one thing, that you studied law, and if I understood correctly, your family wanted you to become like a lawyer. And I think actually many of us have similar situations. Maybe the family or the society or something outside expect us to do something, but then you made a completely different move and did what you thought you should do. Yeah. So how come you made this move and how can we also maybe encourage other people to follow their heart. I guess it's much even strong here in Ethiopia because we have a very strong family bondage. And I do understand why they say that because they care for me. They want me to have a good life. I'm pretty sure that they care for me in a very wrong way. So I understand why you are saying this because you care for me, but I can achieve what you ideally have in your mind in my own way. So. I said, okay, I'm going to start a business. So it's actually difficult if you live with your family. So I graduated, then I left my family. <laughs> <laughs> so I was by my own. I can do whatever that I want. Yeah. So somehow, I guess, if you live together, it's much, much <laughs> difficult. But yeah. for me, it was much easier. Mm. Okay. So then how long was this ago? Like you moved out and how did it happen that you start Ishi Express? So I was doing informal things for a year after I graduated. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard. Sometimes you may not even have uh, money for a taxi, something like mm -hmm. that. So then I was hired by an institution that is actually big. It, it coordinates almost all in use in Ethiopia, mm -hmm. nearly 3,000. International in use, local in use, professional societies like lawyers, association, economists, association, engineers, all this. So nearly 3,000. And... So because I was the manager, I can do whatever I want, which I really like. So I worked for two years and eight months there. I always had in my mind, like, I should do something else. Because I'm very entrepreneurial, I have some problems with donors as well. So they want you to do this, and I say this is more important. It was all about time to live and start my own business. Then uh, while working there, I started two businesses, which they failed because of different reasons. And then it's uh, Shakespeare's my third company. Mm. So you just mentioned you started two businesses. 
but somehow they didn't work out. Yeah. What, what did you learn from that time? Uh, one of the two companies didn't work out because the team composition was not nice and I decided to leave the team. And the other thing is, it was about world decoration. It was a new thing for Ethiopia, so we have trained our service first, and then, then we'll train other people to do it. So we decorated like three, four places, and we we're really tired of it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So tiresome. Okay. So, okay, I said, okay, maybe I should do something else. And then you came up with Ishi Express. Yeah. So what is Ishi Express doing? Shakespeare's a career company. I mean, if you ask many people out there, if they want to send documentaries and add this or to different regional cities, it's quite difficult. Or mm. even you don't know how to send it. So my co-founder, he was having this thing in his mind and he shared it to me. I said, okay, we should do this then. So we just started it three years ago. What really helped me to live my really, really awesome job, quote unquote, I mean, for many people, on salary, on traveling all over the world and other things. And actually, me and my friend, we come up with this challenge called the Forbidden 100. Forbidden 100? Yeah, Forbidden 100. Okay. So it's like we listed 100 things that we are afraid of. Okay. And we face one fear per day. Yeah, so basically the idea why we come up with this is like many people read a lot of books. And I always get confused. Like we read all those books, but we live... Not good life. Why is that? Yeah. Why is that? I mean, so it should be sort of more of a practical way of learning things. And facing our fears is one of them. We have radical honesty. Like if you feel it, if you think about it, if you imagine it, you should speak it. Yeah. This is also what I realize often. I consume also a lot of audiobooks and read some books. And I realize there's like a discrepancy of what you know and what you do. Knowing in a way is not being it. You Absolutely. can know a lot of things. Yeah. You can know how to eat healthy, yeah. but do you do it? Maybe mm. the chocolate tastes nice. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So it's really, really important. If we are reading something, we should be able to ask what I'm going to do after I finish mm. this book. If you're not going to do anything, you should just put it out. We should be as practical as possible, as soon as possible. Which book were you reading when you thought, okay, I need to also implement it, not only read it? When did you make this move? I don't know, so I was like looking around and I come up with this guy. He had a hundred days of facing his fear and another guy, a hundred days of facing rejection and other stories come up. So mm -hmm. we come up with our own 100 fears. And we face one each day. So one of them is laying down on the busiest streets in Addis. <laughs> Wait, don't you get a car coming? No, it's the on the pedestrian side. On, on the side, okay. Yeah, on the side when many people walk. And it should be at the busy okay. time. Okay. So I was uh, with my suit. And uh, it was lunchtime from my office. And uh, we went with my friend. And like, it's terrifying. You would say, okay, what, what if like my work colleagues watch me or maybe someone else? You're very scared. And it's the same mindset in life, you know? Mm. You want to decide or to do something, to speak out your mind. And you all have these things. What would my, my family, my friends would say? So it's the same mindset. Is this the reason why we don't follow our dreams? Because we are scared of rejection or... Let some people think bad of us or something? Absolutely. Absolutely. You want to go out to speak someone, you 
tell someone you love her or him or you want to ask out someone maybe you want to apply for a job you want to go for an interview uh, maybe you want to do something all the good things you want to say and do in life we mostly don't do that because we are afraid mm. of being rejected or failure or, or something else so when i was thinking to lay down on the street this, this thing is coming to my mind and i said you know shut up and i just lay down and it was for one minute it was the longest minute in my life <laughs> <laughs> so when i woke up i became a different person in just a minute i say okay i don't care what you think you 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 everyone here <laughs> i'm gonna do whatever i want in life okay and like that's that's a badass you know it's just mm. that's just that's, that's an amazing mindset to have Mm. We do a similar choice. We walk away in the street and we ask people, can I make a portrait of you? And people will say like, are you a fool? Like, or something crazy. Mm. And we went to the like to five star hotels. We asked them if we can have a free room for for one night and then probably possibly a presidential free room. <laughs> and, uh, the idea is you have to do the things we are uncomfortable mm. doing mm. so that we can train our mind to do the same things in life as well and it really helped me to leave my comfortable job it could be a beg for my family for my friends or anyone i know at my age but this helped me to start to express okay one challenge which i'm always facing again and again like i can see a person maybe in an event for example the speaker or on the street or somewhere you know And I think like, oh, it would be interesting to connect or to talk to that person. And then my mind runs, no, you cannot do it. And then I don't do it. I'm too scared. Like this yeah. first step, like people think I'm very open and approach people and stuff. Yeah. But what they often don't know, when it comes to the first step, like asking like a stranger or even asking for directions already, I'm <laughs> I'm already like, oh, yeah. can you do uh, You asked, huh? Yeah. So yeah. I'm uh, resistant to those yeah. things. I wish I could just mm. flip it and could be very uh, not scared to do these things. Yeah, let me give you one trick and okay. you try it out and tell me a story afterwards. Okay. So it is basically your mind from a biological perspective or neurology, your mind is trying to make you safe. Your mind wants you to be in your comfortable zone because asking someone, you are not used to doing it. You want to be someone else, someone who asks, someone who go after whatever you want. So the trick is just count from five to one. You say, okay, five, four, three, one, you go. So this thinking pattern is going to break. A simple trick, you just try it and see what happens with it. Even there is a book about this, it's called The Five Second Rule by Mary Robbins. Mm, I heard about it. So that's the advice. Yeah. Okay, I will try it. Huh? <laughs> okay, good, good. <laughs> and all the people who are listening also give it a try. Huh? Please, please, yeah. So you changed in a way your mindset and this enabled you to also go for your third business. Yeah. So, what's your why? It is basically, I want to be a creator of something. I want to be an artist. I want to be a person who come here and who have done something. I want to ask you a question. So, how many people do you think live and pass it away in the world? In the entire the time? Time? Yeah, in the entire time. Um, 
how many people are currently living? Just want to yeah. know the number, like okay. seven, yeah, seven billion. Billion, okay, yeah. billion. Uh, okay, so I guess maybe, hmm, maybe also billion. around seven or ten billion or seven billion. That's a good guess. So it's actually one hundred billion. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the good thing is you guess it. Yeah, people people rarely guess. What yeah, much is he guessing? I have a similar guess for you. Okay? okay, let's see if it works out. Okay. Of all the living beings which we have now, like spider, and from the past, we also have different living beings, right? Yeah. How many of them went extinct? How many percent percentage from the entire time? Yeah, I would say ninety-eight percent, probably. Yeah, yeah, you're pretty good. Ninety-nine. Okay. Okay. <laughs> 99% of the okay. all living beings went actually extinct. Yeah. Okay. So the fact that I ask you, I ask you this is from 100 billion people who live and passed away, how many of them do you remember? Baby, you watch some of their mm. movies, you see their posters, uh, you, maybe there is a square named yeah. after them, a museum. So how many of them do you... Only like a handful, right, I guess, right? Okay. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Why? Why is this? Because, yeah, like, I mean, our brain is only uh, built to remember, like, a limited amount of people. Absolutely. You also, nobody has actively thousands of friends. You only yeah. have, like, a limited amount of yeah. friends, right? Yeah. So. But these people forced you to know them. Mm. Because the world has been changed for good by the contribution of all these people. So maybe less exaggerated, we know, like, 50,000 people. The rest is forgotten, and I really want to be those 50,000 people. It's not about being famous. It's about you contributed something so huge that you'll be remembered forever. So it is not a pursuit of popularity. It's a pursuit of creating something really, really good, mm. and people like it. So my why is, I believe everyone is here to express oneself in your own way. And my why is I really want to express myself in a very artistic way of creating something really, really nice. With this why, I can really be okay with any obstacles. Okay, now I think you said a very, very interesting thing. You said one of the reasons why we are here is to express ourselves, yeah. to follow our own why. But I think we are often disconnected from this because we are not expressing ourselves We're expressing what society or other people want from us. We go to a job not because we like the job from within ourselves, but because we want money, we need income. And this is also, since I'm coming from Germany, from Europe, yeah. what I often observe in the system over there. We are often just an expression of the environment around us. On top of that, if you're working in a job which is not an expression of yourself, but an expression of, okay, I need a career or I need money, then we are disconnected in a way with ourselves. Yeah. So how can we change this? Maybe especially in Ethiopia, where we have the chance not falling into the same traps. Yeah. How can we have a system where we more do what is in line with our own why? So it is between two things. So it's much better to take a risk today than putting your whole life at risk. It could be difficult to take a risk today and do something. We need to be brave enough. What I would say is, I guess, we should be doing as much as possible as soon as possible. So 
the more you put it for later, the more you're going to stay far away from it. There is an expression, a child, a scientist, a businessman, an artist is an adult who kept his childhood alive. There is no any book or way you have to do it, but like just do something. Maybe you speak your mind today. Once you change yourself, people will come for you to ask for advice. Especially in our context, it's much better to change oneself first, then the rest will follow. So, like you told me before, you were already traveling a little bit around in the U.S., so you were exposed to other cultures, and now you also don't live with your family, which is also a little bit against the culture. No. So, But I think when it comes to the entrepreneur... It's like, as you said before, lying down on the street when you don't want it for one minute, right? Yeah. So there are some norms or some things you need to go against your own mind in a way. Like me, yeah. I would need to ask for direction even if I don't want. Yeah. So now you said, okay, you believe in this individual approach. As an individual, you can really have a big impact. But then we are often also so much trapped in the social fabric. What can we do to kind of remove the strings where we need to remove them and keep them where we need to keep them in the social fabric? Yeah, we should rebel. For example, I'm the last one from my family. When I was my family, I will do whatever they ask me to do. So it could be bringing something, doing any activity. Respect is different. People mix it. So like I respect my family, I, I respect my elders, but I have a better opinion of my life. So actually the most important thing is reverse thinking. So if most people are doing it, it's most likely wrong. I may be wrong, but this is what I think. So if most people do something, most people are going after something, it's most likely not good business. So to change the fabric, I would say people should rebel, especially if you know what you want, if you have to go after it. Or maybe you should also change your environment. So I grew up in a very small city. I have been doing all the farming activities until I was grade 10. And what I know is maybe becoming a doctor or a teacher is a big thing in my city. Then I went to university and I see the world is much, much broader. I come to Addis, it's even much, much more broader. Mm. And I, I went to the US and Colombia and other countries. I see it's so huge. So... Now, for example, I have a mastermind group, which we meet in a monthly basis and discuss about business ideas. In my house, I don't have TV I because I want to choose what I want to see or to watch. So environment is very important. If we are sparing something and we are in a group or trapped in a group which is against it, we should be able to live it and go somewhere else. So to change the society's fabric, we need more rebels. If we have like 20, maybe 30, maybe 40, maybe 50, 100, to be more than enough to change things. Okay, so it all boils down a little bit to this going against our own fears, reverse thinking, and also be a small rebel. I mean, if you want to do something new, you cannot do it with the old ways. You have to find new ways, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's, that's it. Okay, like what else can we talk about actually? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I would like to talk more on what you raise it. Yeah, I have a lot of time. I don't have TV, so like I don't hang out that much. I have a lot of time to think. So I would say, okay, what are the people we really admire? 
like uh, people we watch in movies, people we talk about, people we mention, people who write books, all the greatest people in the world, like they have really strong opponents. A lot of people criticize them. Like Obama or someone gets much, much a lot of critics than you or me. Like he's the one also being loved by many. So, I mean, you can't just have it all. So you never make everyone happy. But you really make few people really, really happy. So we have to accept it comes with a cost. But once we show people our own color, they are most likely to accept us as who, okay, that person, that's how he acts. So finally, entrepreneurship is really, really hard. And if you don't really have a drive, it's the most difficult thing. I mean, financially, you may go bankrupt and then you may get rejected by many as well. So what I would like to share is it's really hard, but it's also the most interesting thing. Like it's not for everyone. Everyone is not going to be an entrepreneur. Everyone is not going to be a musician or, or a singer or maybe an artist or something else. So it's just we have to know what we want to do in life. The most important thing is, will I enjoy doing this? We go after money. Why? Because we think it, it will make us happy. I mean, money is really, really good, but it's not going to make us happy. So I think what you're also saying is that entrepreneurship is really about knowing to what you say yes. Also, even maybe more important to what you say no. Yeah. No, I don't want a TV because... TV is a lot of distraction and it will consume a lot of my time. So I yeah. say no to that one. Yeah. I don't need the TV. So what I observed also, I just started something okay. because I wanted to be an entrepreneur yeah. so much. But then it failed actually. Yeah. And I think one reason was because I knew I want to be an entrepreneur, but I didn't know for what. I just said, okay, I want entrepreneur. And then I went for something. I said yes to something even though I didn't want it. Mm -hmm. So this is also very important to only say yes to the things we want. This creates the opportunities to actually become successful because we want it so much. So this is one thing I learned also with a previous project I had that I actually didn't want it so much and I was not so motivated. Yeah. And then the, the startup actually failed because of that. This is actually a very good point. So I have done a challenge saying yes to three days. So I will say yes to whatever people asking me to do for three days. Okay. We say no to protect our syllabus. So people will ask you, I would like to take you somewhere. And you say, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. But you may find out after you said yes. You may say yes to something amazing. Actually, on the delivery part, there is a note. It says, say yes to new opportunities. Say issue to new challenges. Mm. It is actually very good to say yes and... As you said, it's very important to say no. Also, I have done a challenge for three days to say no to whatever people ask me to do. <laughs> <laughs> so, especially in our context, it's much more important to learn to say no. Because our social bond is so strong, your time can be wasted by going somewhere. Maybe something, some ceremonial things. Or maybe just sit in a six group, people, they talk about something you don't know, but you're afraid to say, I should go. So... It's actually very important to learn to say no. The more you say no to many things, automatically you are saying yes to things that you want as well. Especially with internet and with cell phone when anyone can access you at any time. It's very important to learn to say no. And we can challenge our listeners actually to do this. Maybe like saying yes 
for one day and next day they will say no to whatever and this actually goes with fear so when you say no you are afraid of being not liked by friends by family maybe you think they will be angry i might be outcasted from the society but if you do it you will be surprised that people don't really care <laughs> one thing i could maybe recommend is okay. don't choose to know they on your work day Do this. Oh, no, 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 I'm in my no day. The boss will come to you and you say no all the time. The... Yeah. I agree. Maybe it was a weekend. Yeah. The yes day you can choose on the work day, at least, yeah. maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. But what I also observed for myself is yeah. sometimes I say no, but I should have said yes. For example, maybe there was like a social event. I often had this at university, actually. I said, no, I yeah. need to study. Then I didn't study at all. My studying was so inefficient. I should have went to the social thing, you know? Yeah. And it happened so often to me that I said no. Yeah. And then on the other side, I say yes often when I shouldn't have said it. Sometimes maybe my brother asked me, like, Hannes, can you do this, like, very important now, now, and later... Like, yeah. I realized it's what, not important at all. Yeah. It took a lot of time <laughs> from my side. Yeah. And um, so, is there maybe a trick we can figure out when, Absolutely. when we say it wrong? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, it is basically, if you know what you want in life, if you know what you value, it's, it's much easier to say for what you are going to say no or for what you are going to say yes. Most of the time, people are... Like confused about saying no or yes is because they are confused with their life as well. So if you are very clear on what you want in life, what you value in your life, it's much easier to say no to something or yes to something. So in life, everything is about creating a balance, not about extreme to one thing or the other thing. And the most important thing is actually just trying out, experimenting. So there are two things that help it be. For example, when I went try out something, I'd say, okay, I've been doing this for a year. Maybe I just try this. It might not be really good, but like it's much better to try something new. <laughs> so yeah. most likely you will do that. You have to make things as simple as possible because also our mind can freak out. And the other concept is actually, it is like what we should choose. So for example, you'd say, this thing didn't work out. I tried it eight times and it worked out and like I should stop. So I'll think, okay, what's... What's really good for me? Stopping or still trying? Okay, it's much better to be hopeful or not to be hopeful. It's much better to be hopeful. It's much better to do something. First, I feel good because it's really something positive. Second, I have the possibility of making it happen because I'm hopeful. If you feel like a victim, not powerful, you're going to sit and like cry around. If you feel powerful, even though it's fake, you're most likely to do something. Whatever beliefs that we have in our life, the most important thing is this helpful. The one single person who is working against us is ourselves. Not my friend, not my girlfriend, not my family, not my teacher. It's ourselves. We are the ones who are talking bad about ourselves, who are saying bad things to ourselves. You can't just aspire something and you live with unhelpful attitudes or beliefs. So if it's helpful, you just capitalize on it. Mm. So one thing you are saying, like, Think if it's helpful for you and if it's empowering you, 
your mindset, your beliefs. And I want to add on that. Okay, please. We need to know, I think, our personal life goals. Because let's say you are single. Yeah. And your personal life goal is to build a family and have some kids. So now, if somebody asks you something, hey, I have this event, people are coming. You can ask yourself, right? Oh, man, this might fit in my personal life goal. Yeah. I might find the person of my life there. Yeah. So you go, right? This might be one personal life goal you have. Yeah. You can find out the other ones like, okay, I want maybe to inspire or bring wisdom to other people, want to have some impact and things like that, right? So you have your personal reference point very aware with your yeah. values. And then actually, whenever somebody asks you something, you can see, okay, how does this actually fit in with my personal life course? So knowing one's self personal reference point yeah. or one's why, I think helps a lot to know when we have to say yes and when no. Asking these questions, how is it empowering and how does it link with my personal reference point, I think can be very helpful. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. It was really nice talking to you. Thank you for your time and I put your contacts in the notes and then sure. people can connect. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thanks a lot. Okay, and thank you, Hans. Ciao, ciao. Ciao, ciao. ciao.